I'm Danielle Johnson, and this is Turn and Talk. Today I'm here with Laura Boer. Laura, tell me about you. Hi, my name is Laura Boer. I've been teaching for about 10 years. I was in the Peace Corps, an education volunteer in Turkmenistan, and I came back looking to change the world. And I was a recruiter for the Peace Corps, which brought me to Dallas, and I missed teaching immensely. So I went back into teaching and got a job at Barbara Bush Middle School as the English as a Second Language teacher. I love my students, and I love what I do every day. So I wanted to continue my education, and I got a fellowship to go to BGSU, where I got a Master's of Arts in Cross-Cultural and International Education. I came back to Dallas to be the International Baccalaureate Coordinator at Barbara Bush Middle School, while I was also an adjunct professor at a community college, which made me realize I just missed teaching. And I went back into the classroom, and I am back in B202, where I started teaching English as a second language again. Laura, you do something really cool in your classroom that you call the Eloquent Speaker Series. Can you tell me about that? The name is because it's the English Language Learner Eloquent Speaker Series. I started it last year because I had a student who contacted me through social media. She was doing great. When she came to the United States, I had her her first day here. She was so nervous and scared. It took a very long time for her to start speaking English and to become confident. She got bullied a lot, and we really worked through a lot of things. But to have her contact me and see how great she was doing in college made me want to share her story, and she wanted to share it too. She agreed to come talk to my students. I gave it a fancy name, the Eloquent Speaker Series, and I think it really helped. One of the reasons I really like it is because I'm always thinking of ways to have my students practice their speaking and listening skills, and this definitely does it in a very natural way while giving them advice and also confidence from the people they're listening to. If you think about it, middle school is a really scary age already. So when you come to middle school without knowing the language and with a brand new culture, it's even more scary. I think the Eloquent Speaker Series really helps with that because it shows that you can get through it and that you can succeed. This year, I've had someone come every month, return students who wanted to share their story. And we've had someone that was not a student of mine, but was also an English learner. And he came as a college student. So that was an interesting perspective to show how different it is when you come and learn the language at a different age. We also did a Google Hangout, and we were able to talk to one of my former students virtually. And that was really cool because we got to talk to someone who was in St. Louis. She was on our big screen, and our students got to ask her questions, which which they thought was really cool. I always have them write a well-crafted question for our speaker, so I'm able to incorporate that part of language acquisition as well. Well, one thing that's really cool about the Eloquent Speaker Series, it hits on three domains, speaking, listening, and writing. What are some of the questions that the students ask? Most of the time, the students want to know what languages they know, because usually the speaker knows beyond English and another language, sometimes they know three or four languages. So it's really cool to see the students thirst to know what languages the speaker can use. Another question we always get asked is how long it took to learn English, which is such a hard question because, you know, it doesn't take too long to learn those basic interpersonal skills, but all the other nuances and academic language, it takes so much longer. It's a really good question for them to ask because it always makes the speaker pause and kind of reflect on their language acquisition process. So it helps them to know that it will take some time, but they'll be comfortable in the language within the first couple of years. 
What do your students say after the Eloquent Speaker Series? How do they think that it benefited them? How the students change because of this speaker series? That's one of the reasons why when I tried it out last year, I decided to really try to implement it regularly this year because the reaction was so positive. Some of them cried. I cried because the the speaker said some nice things about me. The students reacted very strongly. It meant a lot to them to hear from someone who sat in the same classroom and was succeeding today. Actually, the first time, the first speaker, Rashmi, stayed and visited with them afterwards because they didn't want her to go. That's been the reaction every time. They just keep talking to them and we have to go to the next class. They want more. They want to hear more. They want to learn more. It's like they want to see how this person made it through, and that's the whole point. Not only can get through the hard times right now where you're homesick and you're learning a new language and you're learning a new culture and you might be a little different, but you can not only get through it, but you can rock it and you can become someone that can come back and and talk to people just like you. The reactions are always positive, and sometimes they ask how the speakers are doing. I know that one of the students got one of the speaker's emails because they wanted to ask him questions, further questions. It's been a really great experience. I think it means a lot to them. It must be really neat for your former students to come back into your classroom and to see younger versions of themselves sitting in the classroom. How do you think speaking to these middle school students helps your former student that comes back in? I send some questions to the speakers beforehand. Share your story, but here are some questions. And one of the questions I ask is, what's some advice for your middle school self? I think it's a really cool question for them to process and reflect on because some of them may not have. When they talk about it in front of us, it shows them, the speaker, how far how far they've come. Somehow it's a pretty great process for them too because it shows how much they've learned and how much they've changed. I think it empowers them in a way I I would really like to keep empowering my students to do so. It's kind of showing them that they've already fought a pretty hard battle learning another language and coming to a new country. One of the things I really appreciate about you as a teacher is that even though we teach middle school, these kids go on to high school and they go on to college and adulthood and you are still their teacher. You're still connecting with them and giving them opportunities to reflect on their learning and reflect on how far they come. How has this process affected you? How is it seeing your babies grow up and the adults that they become? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty phenomenal. I call my students little heroes and to see them turn into big heroes means a lot. I've cried every time just to see them grow, to hear how far their English language alone has come, but just to see how much as a character they've grown, what they're doing now. Sometimes they attribute that success to me and I guess it just really confirms that this is what I'm supposed to be doing because my students will always be my students and they've taught me so much. The fact that I'm a little bit a part of their success and they're willing to come back and share that with my current students. It's kind of like a full circle. What's next for the speaker series? We we hope to continue it. I'm, I, it's a monthly series, and we have one tomorrow. Jorge Rodriguez is going to come speak to us. He's currently a student at the University of Texas, Dallas. We are excited to hear what he's doing now. He was really, he was quite a character in middle school, so I can't wait to see what he's hes doing today. Now that we've done a Google Hangout, I want to start doing more of the virtual 
speaker series because I have students across the world who want to talk. That's a little tricky because of the time difference, but we're trying to work that out. But I think when we go global, it'll it'll be even it'll be even neater. I want to include English learners who were not just my students because everybody has such a different experience. When I was getting my master's, I actually did a case study on my sister-in-law who was an English learner. And when she came, she had a traumatizing experience. I think it would benefit to just hear from English learners who came at different times in their lives into different places and how the process went for them as much as hearing from students who sat in the very same classroom. It just shows that learning a language, not just English, is pretty difficult and wherever you are, wherever you're doing it, it just takes a lot of patience and it's good to hear from someone who's gone through it. What challenges have you faced in this speaker series? both with speakers and maybe even with students that are in your classroom? It's been pretty successful with minimal challenges. I would love to say engagement is 100% every time, but there's a couple who I, I don't think they can see that far out, kind of realize the importance of what the speaker is saying or has, I guess, maybe hasn't taken time to even process their language acquisition. There has been a couple students who kind of misbehave while the person is speaking, but really that's only one or two. I can usually refocus them, but I again, I think it's because they can't really see themselves that far in advance. You know, representation matters. So I'm trying to get different languages represented, both women and men, maybe if they could connect with the speaker a little bit more. So I'm really trying to show them different languages to see if they can connect. I think a challenge will probably be going forward, finding speakers right now because I guess it's still like the first year and a half of it. I have a list. I think that might soon be a challenge, but right now I'm okay with that. Just maybe reaching out and trying to find more speakers. I'll have to work on that eventually. So this is a really neat idea. How would you like to see the impact of your Eloquent Speaker Series broadened? When I first started it, I definitely was doing it for my class to try to advocate and empower them. Thanks to you, I'm thinking, why don't we show these if the speaker agrees? Why don't we show these maybe on YouTube or something where other English learners not in B202 can hear the advice? Maybe we can somehow show other people what the speakers are saying so that they can have some hope and get through their difficulties in language learning and going to a new culture. What are some of the powerful things that your speakers have said? So they've given really great advice. Again, this is middle school, so a lot of them have talked about bullying or other teachers maybe not being super patient, maybe not understanding and how to get through that. But I think one of the best moments was a speaker, Bianca, said that at first it was hard because she was different and people would make fun of her accent, but now she loves being different and she loves coming from a different culture and she uses it to teach people. She had this great quote about right now feeling different might not make your day go well or it might be hard for you, something along those lines, but it's actually going to be something that you can embrace and make part of who you are and make part of your success. And she attributed a lot of her success to embracing her culture and her, she can speak three languages, so her trilingual identity. 
Another answer I got that really meant a lot to me is from one of the speakers who thanked me for encouraging her to continue learning her native language. I constantly tried to push for them to maintain and learn the languages that they come in knowing. And she said that on Fridays, I have them write in their language. And she said that little act allowed her to maintain her native language. And that meant a lot to me because that's just something we do and something I thought of to try to encourage them to keep their language. And she said it, it, it did. So that was a really validating answer, and it meant a lot to the students because they can hear it from me that it's important to maintain their language, but hearing it from someone else really meant a lot to them. If another teacher wanted to do something like this, what advice would you give them? I'd say go for it. All the ideas that you're thinking of, like this one, I just like, well, maybe that'll work. And and it totally is. If you want to do something like this, send some questions in advance. I usually put up a slide with the, the speaker's name and where they're from. I show on a map where they're from. Originally, I make sure to connect with the students in the room if anyone are from that country. Just make any connections you can to your students so that they feel engaged the whole time. Also show appreciation for the speaker and pride for the speaker afterwards. I've reached out to all of them afterwards and told them how proud of them I am and how much I appreciate them. So don't forget that follow-up part because that's meant a lot to you. In that follow-up, have the speakers given you any feedback or reflection from their time speaking? Every time they've either emailed back or tweeted back that they had such a great time and that it meant a lot to them and it was an honor, which is funny to think, but I'm glad they were honored to come back and just brag about themselves. Every time they've, they've written back and said that, that it meant a lot to them, so I'm glad I was, I was part of that. It sounds like this speaker series has not only impacted your students sitting in your classroom and your former students, but has made a pretty big impact on you as well. Oh, for sure. It's made me reflect on my teaching styles. I'm always constantly trying to improve my teaching, but hearing back from students I had from a long time ago and hearing what made a difference has really made you know a difference to me too. So I know what to hold on to and what worked. That'll help me keep going. Laura, thank you so much for sharing. This wraps up this episode of Turn and Talk. You can follow Laura on Twitter at Booer underscore Ms. B-O-O-H-E-R underscore M-S. And you can follow me, Danielle Johnson, at I Heart Miss Johnson. Keep up with all of our podcast episodes and maybe even see some of the Eloquent Speaker series on our Turn and Talk Twitter page at turn underscore and underscore talk. Remember, education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world.